You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to the Pop Culture Critics. It's Damo. Hey, hey, it's your girl, Ja. And it's Dan. And we're the Pop Culture Critics. What's up? How y'all week been? Uh, I've been really, like, laid back. You know, I'm like a laid back, chill, chill person. So. right. <laughs> it's much, always just, like, copacetic. Right. And I was just, I was enjoying, um, I was just enjoying TV on Saturday. You know, I chilled with the niece and nephew. We hit the pool. <laughs> they they had to, they called me like I need some Auntie Ja time. So, That's I was cute. like, all right, let's go. I was I saw it on your Instagram story. I, I, I'm like, oh, they eating watermelon. Yeah, man, whole watermelon gone. <laughs> hey, look, but it looked good though. They looked like it was smashing it. They smashed everything. Like, okay, parents, come come get your children now. I wanted to go see Dark Phoenix, but uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> for one, I was seeing that people didn't really care for the movie. Really, that's how I felt. I wanted to take the kids to see Secret Life of Pets too because I'm kind of a kid at heart. Um, <laughs> hey, that movie slapped. The first one was the really first good. one was great, but the second one does not have good reviews. I'm kind of hurt about that. I mean, I still want to go see it for up. myself, just to, you know what I mean. But and I'm not right. a big fan of Tiffany um, Haddish. She's she, in the movie. She is. Oh, um, you know, she her and Kevin Hart is cool. Mm-hmm. So you know, he brought her in, and I just I, we'll see. Yeah, no, Kevin Howard. I can wait for that one. one. Like I'm I, not that pressed. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't know she was in the second one, but I mean, I'm not gonna. You know, I, I'm just not a fan trash of Trash the movie. Just like Dark Phoenix, I still want to go see because I just love X-Men and, you know, stuff like that. We'll see Super how heroes. that develops. What about you? What you do? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> work? Anything? No? Uh, Basically, yeah, I worked, yeah. Other than that. Yeah. <laughs> so not so long. Yeah, because I don't remember anything, actually. I'll just, I just got at home earlier at 7 in the morning, so... <laughs> this morning? <laughs> yeah. Where'd you come from? Work. Oh. <laughs> so you must work, be still work, tired. Work, 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 yeah. work. I mean, it's been a good what, 14 hours. <laughs> Should have got it some well You ain't got you a good nap, baby. Uh, exactly. So, it's time for Spotlight. So, this week, mine's is Sylvester Turner. He's the mayor of Houston, who has just announced that June 9th is forever going to be Malia Day. Um, if you guys don't know, um, it was... We, Last week, we did state that the remains that were found um, in Houston of the little four-year-old girl was of Malia Davis. And, very uh, sad story. And very sad story. And the mayor of Houston, um, in her honor, declared June 9th to be a Malia Day, which is really great, really you know awesome thing for him to do to make a light of a situation that was really tragic. Um, and to bring, you know, at least some type of, you know, obviously there's going to be justice brought to the little girl, but, you know, just making sure that, you know the family the family that really did love her you know what i mean mm-hmm. can um celebrate her life in true celebratory way so i think yeah. that was great great way to honor her for sure mm-hmm. um in some like positive i mean not that that wasn't positive but in some other news <laughs> um my spotlight is actually going to go to um she's actually a track i'm going to say a track star her name is Shikari Richardson mm. um she actually just made history as the fastest woman to or the fastest person period um, to run the 100 meter, she actually ran it in 11 seconds. Just imagine that. <laughs> just, imagine, like, like, just imagine that conversation. Like, yeah, bitch, I can beat you. Bet. And then, <laughs> and then 11 seconds later, just like you win. <laughs> and you still at the start line. Like, what, what? happened? <laughs> right. You see there looking dumb. Like, wait. <laughs> like, I wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah. But I, it was. that's very... I mean, shout out to her because right. not, not only did she did do that, she actually ran the 200 meter in 23.4. See, that's too fast. Okay. I mean, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> like, like, where are you going, boo? <laughs> At this point in time, because it was like, sis, how fast were you going? How okay. fast are you running? Okay. That's um, 
that's cheetah level. All right? Because let's be real. Uh, ma'am, there's ain't no... Eight. <laughs> Just beyond words. Like, man, where are you going? Like, like, you're faster than Sonic. Okay. Because like, <laughs> ain't no way. And you ain't even chasing no dang on gold. Uh, no ring. No gold no, ring. Not trying to get Eggman. You just Nothing. Sh- just straight up like you yeah, just running. I'm just gonna run, you know run this quick 200. Shout report. out to Shikari for just just setting the levels. Okay, and um, shout out to just the people like who magic. Shout out to the people who are gonna try to break that record. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you well. That's a lot of training to like. I don't know if people really strive to like break, especially records like this. I don't know if you really strive to break that record. Like it's just one of those things that. It happened, and you look up like, "Oh my goodness, I broke the record!" But it's like eleven seconds, man. Like that's a that's that, like that's you pushing it, and, and if you can really beat eleven seconds like at ten, it's unbelievable. <laughs> like, Even if you beat it by like a tenth of a second, like, yeah, like a tenth of a second, like you at eleven seconds, but like whatever the tenth second was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like first of all, okay, yeah, just too damn fast. <laughs> um. I'm he just, just he is stuck on this too fast. He was like, "Wow, sis, you really was out here running. <laughs> you was out here going." Yeah, I mean, just imagine, like you know, heart chasing after the ice cream truck. <laughs> what? Ahead of the ice cream. She be ahead of the ice cream truck. I ain't no. Hey, look, she the ice cream truck that didn't even like have a chance. That is like the fattest, like analogy. <laughs> you went straight to ice cream truck. Damn, like imagine her racing after the ice cream truck. You know, I was just like, I don't know. Um, all right, so. Ruha Hagdar finishes her speech after being cut off. So this um, young Ooh. lady, um, she was valedictorian of her, it was a college, mm-hmm. and um, she was speaking, um, obviously, to her class, and um, she was bringing up to, um, Trayvon Martin to Tamir Rice with her, and within her doing that, um, her mic was cut off by her school, so she never got to finish her, valedict- her valedictorian speech. So she took to social media. Period. And social media did what it did. And, you know, um, and she finished that speech. And she finished that speech, and it was very well deserved. She was just pretty mm-hmm. much just stating, like, hey, you know, you know, um, kids, like, you know, we want a better future. But kids like, you know, Trayvon Martin and Tamir Rice are getting slain. And you got you have other children across the world, you know what I mean, that are suffering at the hands of adults of now where, where we can make a better future for them. Mm-hmm. So it, it was really inspirational. Very, I, yeah, you know, I personally, I don't feel like your mic should have been cut off. Period. Let's just right. start there. Um, but I think they heard those names and didn't know where it was going, and they were just like, "All right, cut it off." Um, and especially if you if you listen to the second video where she actually finished the speech, it was very uplifting. Like, hey, we have an opportunity. Like you said, we have an opportunity to you know be the change we want to see in this world. There are people who don't get this opportunity. There are people who you know are hurting and are struggling, and we can impact that. Absolutely. And uh, shout out to her. Yes. Um, I mean, there's nothing else I can really say, but just like, sis, keep doing what you're doing. Um, be the change. I mean, to the, the whole change class, be you, the change you want to see. Exactly. So, at that point, Ruha, um, <laughs> I wonder what that name means. You going? You just? <laughs> hey, you but know? no. I mean, it's a, like Ruha. Like I want. In, no, that's something. Is that even how you pronounce it? Ruha. I'm. I'm just pronouncing that how it was spelled. So. <laughs> and usually that's wrong. <laughs> so. It might be. You never know. It might be right. Um. Nonverbal boy, um, he was he's actually um, autistic. Um, sings Old Town Road and leaves mother shocked. Um, so a little boy, give me one moment. This is actually um, while we're kind of on this topic. This is actually very similar to the story. I don't know if you've seen like the videos, but very similar to the story that um, the young man was on America's Got Talent, who is also autistic. Um, he actually, I think they gave him like the gold, you know, the little gold buzzer or whatever. But um, he legit 
one, he's autistic. He gets to this piano, and I don't know what I was expecting to come out, but what comes out of this young man's mouth, I was like, where, Sway? <laughs> where, where? His name is, the little boy name is Daniel, four years old, um, autistic. Um, he doesn't he doesn't talk, mostly. Right. Um, mostly nonverbal. Um, so, you know, the shock was when Old Town Road had, you know, came on, he starts humming the song and then he eventually starts singing Singing. the song and which leaves the mother shocked i'm pretty sure she was just like a miracle you know what i mean like my baby's saying something you know what i mean like a a prime example of how music can really be therapeutic and that's one thing too um his therapist um the little boy goes see a therapist about trying to speak and stuff like that because speech therapy or whatever yeah and she's actually going to start incorporating music into his therapy session Mm -hmm. um which with, it's great yeah, idea. Great. Like, I'm surprised you never thought about it sooner. You know right. what I mean? But you know, but you uh, know that doesn't. And I'm sure that there are certain therapists who do. But you got to understand, like, especially with autistic kids, you, what works for one is not going to work. For right. Them. That's true. But you, oh, we never had thought like, hum, let's, let's try, try to, it. Yeah, man. at least try it. But um, little Daniel, you're out here setting, you know, great examples. You know, for and other I'm children. sure that feels great and for not only Billy Ray Cyrus, um, but, but also Lil Nas X. Yes. Who also tweeted out, you know, what a king. Um, just that's a great just thing. to feel like you know you're really impacting somebody's you're, life. It, yeah, you're impacting people's lives. You're impacting this world in a positive way. So to see that you know in this light, I'm sure it was amazing. And he's mostly them. a positive artist. Like most of the time, he, I don't really see him being in any type of drama. Little um, Nas, Nas X. That's the only song I heard about. So. I mean, like I mean, that's the only song right now that we have heard. But he's pretty, I'm pretty sure he's I mean, working album, on other music yeah. or whatever. So I'm waiting to hear that. But um, shout out to Little Daniel. Shout out to Little Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus um, for that song. That song is very catchy. Actually. Speaking of just uh, Little Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus, I really do just a shout out to Billy Ray Cyrus um, because. So he was kind of being applauded for, you know, being at the top of the charts and everything. And the way that he flipped it was like, okay, this is so wonderful. And I thank you guys for, you know, recognizing me. However, I'm a feature on this young man's (laughs) song. (laughs) Like, this is not my song and I would not be here without him. Mm -hmm. And so I really appreciate him for... Using his voice. Yes. Using a platform of privilege that he has to give the shout out, give the necessary shine, Mm -hmm. the... The notoriety to somebody that you know, who's still up and coming, who still may need it. You know what I mean? Right. They might have just been applauding him though, since how long he's been around and not right. at the charts as well. That's so. true as well, and that's true. And I mean to say who with the whatever the reason is, I like the fact that he did get Lenaz yeah. X the notoriety that he deserves for like that song. Yeah, you know what I mean. And also just to you know when he even reached out, you know what I mean to be a Lenaz X to, you know, to be a feature on the song. The fact that he did it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just took it that song to a whole new level or whatever because it didn't need a little – I wanted a little country singer on there. I didn't know who – I'm like, should he get Keith Urban? Like, somebody could actually give it like – Yeah, I'm a Keith Urban fan. I actually I like, like, Keith, I actually like Keith, music, actually. I don't, I don't – I like country music. <laughs> Carrie Underwood, Reba McIntyre. Okay, okay. I give you Reba. I give you Carrie Underwood. I give you Keith Urban. Uh, I think his name was Darius Rucker. Um, I know some country music. Um, it's not really Flats, my Lady Antebellum. I, they, I love country. Music. I listen Lady to all Ant- music, so yeah, I, I really like country. That's music. nice. That so for like listen. heavy metal or something. I actually know some heavy metal See, songs. No, like yeah. it's some, it's some, it's some that do really catches my eye sometimes or catches my ear or whatever. But it's really just I don't know. It depends. Like I said, I'm not going to turn country music down because it is some that I do like. But it's still at the same time is is the is it a genre that I naturally gravitate to? I don't think so. You know what I mean? So, 
I think that's what each his own. I love. I really. I appreciate country music for its story- storytelling, um, especially once it reached beyond my truck and my girl. Left. <laughs> like <laughs> once right. it reached beyond I that, I was dog. like. Yes, country music. I'm rocking with y'all. Like once we reached beyond that, it was great, and I love country music. I'm a fan. Absolutely. Moving right along. So, excuse me, y'all. I'm over here snacking. Oh my goodness! <laughs> a little ASMR for you guys. I don't want to say it. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Mm. Um, Nicole Curran gets slammed by Beyonce's fan base. <laughs> They can't. Beehive came for her. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait. Publicist has to respond. Okay, so um, Nicole Gurren, she is the um, wife of the owners of the Golden State Warriors. Okay, she invited Beyonce and Jay Z to come out to enjoy the game. She's over. She's having a conversation with Jay. Apparently, it was over um, like drink orders and stuff like that. Beyonce isn't in the middle of them to. Looking either just spaced out, just not like you know how she. You no, know, we know how Beyonce can get. She looked a little spaced out, or just a little bit, just like you know, annoyed a tad. But it didn't seem like she was like annoyed. It's just like okay, yeah. you know, maybe that's just her face. Maybe she really was annoyed, or maybe she was just spaced out. We don't know like her actual emotions around that time. But the beehive was just like insinuating, oh yeah, Beyonce is irritated. Why are you talking over her? Oh, whatever. I'm just like they sick. came for her, and they to the point they started getting death threats. Now, when you out here doing that, like y'all need to simmer down. Y'all are. I mean, let's be real. Some of the beehive is very toxic. Um, yes, I, I have Any never fan base is toxic. Right? Now, every, now, I don't see Rihanna's doing this. See, you, Lies. You, see I'm telling you, you don't I don't say care that what because it you over but, but the thing with. is, I don't see Rihanna's fan base doing. I have one of the one Hold on, I'm just saying. When have you seen the Navy actually just like? Come after somebody <laughs> without a good reason. Without, without good reason. reason. <laughs> no, right no, 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 no. But be honest. Be honest. Be honest. What, who defies the good reason? Like, I'm because saying, to the beehive, this was a wonderful reason to come for this lady. Well, I'm saying with a good reason, like in a good moral standing of like, okay, this person really was like talking mad stuff about this person. And then, the, of course, the fan base reacts when in this case it really wasn't. Come on. Y'all ain't never heard. Y'all already heard of the Beehive. I'm a Navy. And I'm going to wash all you hoes away. Come for me. But, um. <laughs> what's up? P- moving along. But no, I like, all jokes aside, though, though, stop the death threats. It's not yeah, really. Yeah, you, you're taking it too far. <laughs> yeah. Having hey, fun in game. They at the game, okay? <laughs> they chilling courtside and you talking about blowing and, somebody up. Like, come I, on, man. And you over here getting mad because Jay-Z ordered Coke and vodka. Like, soda and vodka. You can't get mad at that. Like, uh, Who gets mad at soda and vodka? Nobody. This should make you happy. And that's exactly what he got. Honestly, soda speaking and of like the, and the Golden State game, I want to say the game prior to that, the co-owner of Golden State um, gets banned from... Oh, uh, an investor. It wasn't really an owner. Okay, yeah. so he's an... Well... He's an investor. What happened? That's kind of the same thing. Yeah, but, but he's an investor. He gets banned. So Kyle Lowry um, goes running for the ball, and he flies into the crowd, mm-hmm. um, and he basically like lands. I, he, based <laughs> on the video and what I watched, he didn't really land on him. Yeah, because I seen unless they talking about the other. I seen the other guy push him off. The one that was yeah. Yeah. So so basically, it said that he he Kyle Lowry went for the ball. He was trying to save the ball from going out of bounds. He basically he lands on the crowd, and the response of the investor was that he pushed 
Kyle Lowry. And LeBron James very, very swiftly came for him <laughs> um, and let it be known that something needs to something needs to be done. And within 24 hours, he is banned from all games. But how bad was it? I didn't see it. So how bad was this push? Was it like a it push? Like, it was just like a, a little the fact that he's, him touching he's, him. Period. Yes, his, his whole thing is that it was the fact that this even happened because – when you sit courtside, that's a part of the reason you buy a courtside seat is to be involved. If they jump out of bounds, you are aware that that's something. They going to land on you. Where else is they going? And LeBron James is like, okay, on the back of your courtside ticket, it tells you this is, you know, this is the disclaimers for sitting courtside. You, as an investor, you very much knew what the – I don't even want to say rules, but what could what could happen right. sitting courtside? But my thing and is, and your reaction to him essentially falling is to push him. Wait, I'm so wait, I'm because I need to see. Maybe I need to see this video because <laughs> I'm trying to say like if he's literally near him, like I don't know, it, <laughs> I don't know how to really react. I mean, you can actually just help him get up. You don't have to push did he, him. Did he yeah. push him <laughs> like like this or something? Oh, like, he just like pushed his like his shoulder. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I could understand so if he I fell on was, him. And he was and two, pushing like, him. All it's like the opposing team, so it's not yeah. like it's not like it wasn't like something like. Oh. And on top of that, they were losing, so it felt <laughs> like that you trying to retaliate. You you doing the most right now? I guess. Um, I guess I don't know what to really say. Um, it's always, it's always like an issue with that, like the crowd. And, I understand uh, about the crowd, like people. I remember like. It was came out earlier this year that oh, Westbrook. Um, yeah, yeah, that um, some I think one of the uh, one of the audience members are banned um, either for the rest of the season or from their games um, because he was re- like yelling out racial slurs and yeah. stuff like that. So we always hear these type of things, but they don't turn like physical. And right. so their thing is that as an investor, you allow this to become physical. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, because like the players can't retaliate, so like right. you're touching them. And then if they was to touch you, they would get fined or anything yes. like that. So, I mean, like, and it's right. playoff season, so not. And I definitely do not want <laughs> um, the Raptors to win. <laughs> However, it's playoff season, so if he was to retaliate, he's out for the finals. He's out for the remainder of the games. <sighs> this is basketball stuff, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I can understand the the. I understand the. The concern, you know what I mean? Like, don't put your hands on the players, especially if it was like something that's unintentional. Like, you know what I mean? Like trying it's to rebound the ball or right. something. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, like, I, you know, unless he fell on you or whatever, and you would just like push him off, like, hey, look, get off of me. You know what I mean? That's not another situation, and I think we can catch up on that. But like, if you pushing him because of y'all was losing, I mean, that's some bullshit. But, like, but it's just, I don't know. Again, and that could have not been the reason, but that's the way it came off. Right. Because they were losing, and then you put your hands on him, he's on the opposing team. It just, it, all of this was kind of just like a snowball. Um, couples, and then just moving on um, from that, couples are mysteriously dying in the Dominican Republic. Um, this is actually quite nerve-wracking um, because we know how Dominicans feel about black people. You know what I mean? Um, it's like they have this whole like uh, like racial cleansing they try to do of the island. So what they end up doing was um, anybody that was um, quote unquote of Haitian descent or whatever they had to go to Haiti. Even if you never visit the country, if you know don't really have a lot of family members over there, you got to go or whatever. Um, 
or they call it ethnic cleansing. I'm sorry, not racial cleansing, but it was essentially the same thing. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and so now we have a lot of people who are touring and going to the, um, the Dominican Republic. Um, one <clears throat> one couple was found um, dead by asphyxiation. They were saying that all oh, the medication that they were taking was uh, was the reason for like the cause of them dying. And there were several people who actually and, said that like that was the cause. One girl got attacked. Um, her story was she was walking to get like some ice or something like that, but it was like all the way across like the building or whatever. Um, Not that you should, like, I mean, because that's horrible that you got attacked, but why don't you by yourself? <laughs> but, you know, she's probably not thinking of much. Of, I wouldn't think much of it if I wouldn't got ice. You know ice. No, no, honestly. <laughs> I don't care. I, have a, I could be in Jamaica with my family and walk across the street and be like, hey, c- come walk with me. But what I'm saying <laughs> like, is, though, I she probably, like I said, she probably. At the end of the day, she's still innocent because, you know, people... I mean, I'm not saying that she's not innocent or, like, this wasn't, like, horrible that this happened to her. But I'm just saying, like, why are you by yourself? But my thing is, though, I don't know. Like I said, she went and got ice. You know what I mean? She wasn't doing nothing bad. She was was going to get ice for her her drinks and stuff like that. And she said that um, at first she didn't really see anybody, but she heard, like, footsteps, you know, is you know how you hear like somebody like movies? That's like, you know like somebody footsteps. Um, you hear footsteps, but yeah. You hear the footsteps like turn around, nobody there. Like <laughs> not like that, but like you hear the footsteps quickly moving. If that makes sense. Like, oh yeah. You like, hear the, the the feet shuffling quicker as or whatever, no. and that's See? when and then he grabbed up behind her or whatever, and in an attempt, I guess, to I'm not sure what to do, but maybe to so kill she her. Got away. But he ended up put he ended up locking her in the closet, something like that, and. She ended up getting out somehow, but she ended up letting the police authorities know and everything. Um, it's just been like a, a lot of weird stuff lately that's been happening happening in the Dominican Republic. David Ortiz, um, legendary fo- uh, baseball player, yes. got, gets shot. That was crazy, and he's Dominican, so it's just <laughs> really interesting. That what is I'm not, what's in the water over there? It's like the same shit that's in Florida. I don't know what's in Florida's water. Um, it's maybe the same shit in Dominicans, but it's something going on in over there. Um, and we're not sure why. It's always some fucked up shit happening in Florida. You don't hear Florida for a lot of good things. Florida man, Florida so Florida got. Kind of you know what I did? It was like water. this thing. They said put your birthday, put the bir- your birthday, and type in Florida, and you can see what happened in Florida around that time. And it was always like some some type of crime. I did mine. So you man. would do yours. <laughs> <laughs> you would. It was well, very I'm interesting. Sure that's like anywhere though. Not really, because when I tried Michigan, it really wasn't nothing. Probably nothing of that level, but but I'm quite sure it was crying. Something happened, (laughs) But regardless of the fact of the matter, it is something going on in the Dominican Republic, and we, that's, it's not more than just, oh, a coincidence. It's like, this seems to be, people are being targeted, tourists are being targeted, one, because they're not from the island, so they don't know. You know what I mean? Right. They may not speak. What to avoid. Yeah. They don't speak the, you know, the, the language, language there. So, How do y'all feel about that? About? Just like the tourists and, and, and how some a lot of them, well, um, not a lot, but like some of them are coming back dead or hurt or injured or, you know. I mean, I understand people, you know, you want to go out and have fun with your friends. Some, you know, you know, want to live your best life going, you know, outside the country. Um I think you should always, no matter how much fun you're having, you should also be cautious um, of just your surroundings. And I'm somebody who's taught from a very, you know, young age to be aware of what's going on around you and be aware of your surroundings. Um, So this is a very, like, 
tragic that all of this is going on and, and affecting so many families. Mm-hmm. Um, but no matter what, I mean, I feel like you should know your surroundings. You should know what's going on. Um, and I'm not saying that had she been with with another person that this wouldn't have happened. Um, but I feel like it may have, like, there would have been something to deter them um, rather for the one person, you know, attacking one person rather than um, two people. And if you do, you brave. I mean, you. Okay. <laughs> um, so on to the next part, uh, part of the news, the Center Park Five. We're going to address uh, them how they would like to be mm-hmm. as the exonerated five. <laughs> the exonerated five. Um, so it's pretty much um, Netflix had um, released a doc, docu-series. Netflix along with Ava DuVernay. Series along with Ava, um, Ava DuVernay. Yes. Um, released a um, powerful piece called When They See Us. Um, uh-huh. It's a mini, um, kind of like a mini series, but it's like a docu-series. So it follows um, their story and the evolution of what exactly happened. Mm-hmm. These young men, when I tell you, first of all, um, I'm like episode three right now. So I haven't watched all of them. Um yeah, episode three or four I'm on right now uh, for service for what's going on. But when I tell you these young men were failed by this just by not just the justice system, a lot of them, um, I want I don't want to say their parents failed them, but by not knowing just their rights, which a lot of people don't know their rights, these young men were failed at every level. Didn't and I- I'm telling you, like. And I'm not even like a super emotional person, but what I tell you, you cried. Yes. See, my thing is about watching it when I, you know, Corey Wise. Like, so for those who don't know, um, Corey Wise. Corey Wise is one of the exonerated five. Um, His story speaks a little bit differently than the other four men. The reason being is because one, he's the oldest. Um, He had recently turned sixteen. Um, so when he was tried, instead of going to like a juvenile center like the rest he of them, he actually went to an adult like male prison because he's charged as an, an adult. adult. Mm-hmm. Um, but he literally was he he was not even somebody that was arrested. He went just to be with his friend was actually being taken in and he was like well I don't want you to be by yourself he was his friend was one of the younger uh, men and so he was like I don't want you to be by yourself um, if they're just going to question you and let you go I'm going to go with you he literally just went to help his friend right? and he winds up at this police station being charged for rape and being railroaded and then being sent to a male uh, a grown well, so man lost in, so Jail. I have to watch it so I don't, you know, don't spoil no more. You know what I mean? But I have to watch it. Well, I mean, that's just like, that's not even like based on, that's just like just what it is, yeah. right. So my thing is like, even what you were you just saying, like, how were they even able to legally do that? Every When I tell you railroaded, this is why I say they were failed at every level. Because they're like, the stuff that went on, um, and not even just basing it on, um, the the docuseries right but also basing it on just reading up because mind you this is something that happened in 89 clearly I was not born in 89 so this is something that I definitely found interesting and wanted to read up on I wanted to see what was going on with these young men especially because it was so publicized uh, when it actually happened Um, I definitely wanted to really be able to kind of see it from both sides because the way that the media portrayed these young men and reading like articles and everything when I tell you, if you read these stories, if you read, like, what they're saying went on, you would be like, man, they're guilty. 
See, like, like you, like even Gail King came out and said, I had to what. After meeting them, after finding out their story, after watching the docuseries, I had to go to them and apologize because when this story originally broke in 89, I believed that they were guilty based on what the media gave me. Right, and that, and she worked in media, you yes. know what I mean, which is crazy. So she and, and, and several others actually came forth to say that we apologize. We, I, I apologize to you, but these young men, when I tell you, like it just... I, literally, I was crying because when I tell you they were failed at every at every turning point, I mean every single one. Um, there was one, and I don't want to kind of I don't want to spoil anything for you because it's such a good. I mean, it it makes me just not even like want my nephew like out of my sight. Like <laughs> I don't want nothing going on. But young man, his name is um. Well, at that time, young man, his name is Yusef. He's one of the exonerated five. His mother um, is one of the parents who knows more of her rights. So she's shutting down a lot of, you know, no, he's not doing a video. He's not, like, Corey Wise actually came out like, you know, I can't read very well. He was very honest and said, I can't read very well. During this um, time frame, mind you, he's 16 years old. Came out and said he can't read very well. So... Y'all have this video where he's being coerced to say things, and then you have this um, written, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, written letter, written statement. Yeah, you have a written statement um, saying that, okay, he did this, this was his part in it, this, you know, these other men, these other young men play part in this. Um, all the while, he's telling you, I can't read very well, which tells me if I can't read very well, I can't write very well. So who wrote this? Right. Who wrote this? And they can definitely. I'm pretty sure they had evaluation tests to act to see if he could read or not. Okay. So ain't no, ain't no. It was y'all was trying, y'all were looking for a reason. You know what I mean? To lock him up, and and to me, that's some, that's some bullshit. You know what I mean? I don't. I I just failed at every level, and I I really have wanted to see it, but I know my mental. Well, and I tell you, you have to be at a there. There is a maturity that's going to be needed to watch this because there are people you're going to look at and instantly be pissed. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to hold you up. Like you're instantly going to be mad. You're instantly going to feel a type of way. You're going to feel defensive. There is a maturity level that's going to come with read with watching this, even like reading. Because I encourage you to go beyond what you're just seeing. Right. Um, there's a maturity level that you're that's going to be required in doing this, and but in, also don't just watch this and watch it and never apply any of it. Like learn something from this. From this, even if you just learn your rights, learn your rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because the law stay changing, just like you know everything. Law will always change. It will always evolve to something different or something more. And it's always good to stay up on. On it, you know what I mean. Even if it's a little bit at a time, just take a time to learn at least the basic rights that you have the right to remain silent and also have a right to have a lawyer present for any type of thing. If anything else, you know them too. You feel me? So, just I mean, I encourage everybody to. It's Ava DuVernay. If one, I know she didn't do this for an award, but this was one of those. Those are like, so it's award worthy. This is a definitely award worthy. And um, I know the cinematography is this, like crazy. I mean, I just. I, we got got to once you once you guys have actually watched this, we got to do a follow up on just the, the exonerated five, especially Corey Wise's story. Just being so different from the other young men, even though it was the five of them, um, his story just being so different because he was tried as an adult. So this is the things that he just experienced, um, mind you. So 
they're tried, right? They go into, like, they go into juvenile for the four other young men. He goes to, to prison. He's there for 12 years. Why is he there so long? Okay? He's actually sentenced to, like, dang near life. Okay? He's in there for 12 years, and it just so happens that who the man who actually committed the rape winds up confessing to Corey. Which is how he they they get exonerated. So the story continues to develop. But in it, it is, and if you watch, it was one man. But the reasoning they said that they charged all five young boys is because the the crime was so heinous that it couldn't be just one man. So you charged all five of these young men, and then it wound up only being one man. And not even the not even the five that y'all are not to <laughs> mention the DNA that you found matched none of the five. So wait, so they have DNA evidence match none of the five, and match none of the five, and yet they're saying that it was them. Just depended on somebody. So who was it? No, don't even tell me. I'll find. I'll watch it after. I about to say I should. <laughs> but no, I will you know, right now. Like I was um, telling people, I will watch it. It's, it's just, a beautiful, to, and I will say, I love that it didn't just stop at what happened to them. That it went beyond to them be, really being exonerated. Just because um, their lives now, like to see that yes, you can go through some foul things, you can go through some crazy things, and you can come out on the other side. These young men, I believe, with the exception of Corey Wise, are married with children who are giving back to their community. Corey Wise actually has a foundation that helps to exonerate other wrongfully um, convicted, you know, young men and women. He was 28 when he came out of jail. Okay. Your Your childhood is gone. Like, when I tell you about how you have to develop, you got to think about what was going on in 89. Like, you came out like, what is a computer? Because when you went in 89, it wasn't like it was like media centers in school or something like that. This is definitely 2001. 2001. When, 12 years. So 89. Yeah. So about 2001. Damn. 2001, 2002. Damn. Because that's. You came into the whole millennia. You know what I mean? Just like. That's crazy. Just. But yeah, I'm going to have to definitely be in a good mental space to watch it. I just haven't. I don't know why. I Stuff like that. I have to prepare myself mentally for it because that shit could be draining um because it's just like damn <sighs> you know what I mean it's just like it's gonna be hard it, it is um but, I but I'm gonna find can't my- even fathom like what it was what it was living it like you're literally saying in every turn like I'm, 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 I am yeah. innocent I did not do this and yeah you're trying to blame it on me even though I know I didn't do it uh, I don't know like I said if anything y'all yeah. just need to know Remain silent and have your attorney present. And if you can't afford one, the uh, the one will be appointed to you. Exactly, the government will. So, from that point on, let's go ahead and move. So we have a random topic today, just to finish off everything. Um, So I was having a conversation with a friend earlier. She was saying how dudes ain't shit. Uh, (laughs) So I was just like, okay, you know, typical conversation. I ain't gonna say typical conversations, but you know. Conversations I'm familiar with, you know what I mean. So I feel was, like we're always like the go-to, like people vent to us. I, I don't know. I don't know why, but I guess we just, I guess we just good listeners. I give good like advice. And I'm so I was just sitting here. I was so I was asking questions. You know, I was like so <laughs> probing questions. Yeah, my probing questions. <laughs> so I was just like, you know, so what was what's going on? So she pretty much she was like, you know, she was dealing with the dude, and the dude was like, you know. Mind you, the dude is, like, two years younger than her. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that, um, 
uh, she was asking more about commitment stuff like that and all of a sudden he was like you know how, how am I supposed to pro- provide for you and the baby or uh, whatever the case may be mind you this is not his child this is a child that she had with in another prior relationship uh-huh. and um, and she was just like what do you mean you know what I mean like I didn't ask you to provide for me and my child I'm asking about more so of a commitment type of thing and the maturity level the maturity level she's saying was is just simply not there and she wants us to discuss the maturity level between men and women. Um, hold on. Um, ja has some some final scores um, from the Warriors and the Raptors. Let it be known what, what's going on, Damian. <laughs> I'm, I'm right. <laughs> You're, get, uh, right continue. now it's 27 to 26. Uh, only one point off. <laughs> All right. Just have to get a little update. Oh my goodness! Go ahead. But anyway, so she was. She wanted us to discuss the gender roles between men and women, and um, as far as maturity wise. Um, um, I said I don't really think that that's a gender role. Not necessarily a gender role, but like the um, the, the maturity level between the genders. I don't think that's a lack of maturity. I feel like she's kind of approaching it like this is he's being immature in this. I don't believe that that's a lack of uh, maturity. Um, I think that's very mature for him to want to figure out what is my role in this relationship. Especially you have a child, so let's be real about what my go- my role is in this relationship. Um, because especially if your child's father is not present in their life, I'm then that male figure in your child's life. So. What is my role? How like what how what do you expect from me? Like that's a healthy relationship. So I think maybe she just hasn't seen she a healthy told relationship. Him, she was she told him she just like <laughs> from one day I am not sure if they just started talking cuz I didn't really get that deep. But like um she was just I mean, I, but for somebody to just start talking and then for somebody to just, you know, kind of jump into so how I'm gonna take care of you and this kid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like y'all have been in a relationship for a while. They have so now I I want to figure out what my role is. But the thing is, I don't, they haven't been. She says they haven't. They haven't, haven't been talking. She said that long, or they've been together, whatever. I'm just saying there, like to me, if he's, you know, for one, if he's including you in your child, that's you know. In First of all, that's a keeper because he's making <laughs> plans for the future. Like right, you're, you're right. missing. And I told her I that like you're like, taking some of these. Some of these you're counting as red flags, and in actuality, they're not. This is somebody who plans on having a future with you because he's planning on the future and i was like you know at least he's thinking about you and your child you know right. what i mean like you know you have these people out here who will play you and don't care two <laughs> bits about your child but the thing is though she was saying that his immaturity level <laughs> is just more so like when she's asking him more about the, the commitment or whatever the case may be and his excuse of not wanting to commit is because how he's going to provide that's not i don't feel like for, for one she did like she said so he's not ready to be a father no, uh, that's not, what I'm grabbing from this. You're not. He's not ready to be that male figure. Are you saying he's don't he don't want to commit to her? Because yeah, he, not necessarily grabbing, to her. Or what the he's child. grabbing from that is that I don't want to commit because because he's not able to provide. He's not able <laughs> to provide for her and, and her or the child. And her her what she was saying like, look, I didn't ask you to you know provide for me or right. provide for my child. I can do that. I'm doing it on my own. I've been doing it. My thing is. What are we going to do from here on out? What are we going to be labeled? You know what I mean? I'm looking for that commitment, and then he's not showing an excuse. And he's using that as an excuse. Exactly, okay. and not to commit or whatever. <laughs> so 
So I'm, and she said that she, she was like the immaturity of him. One, he is younger than her. Not like it's a, a significant age gap, but it's like, okay, he is. I young. mean, honestly, especially like, you know, even before you get to like your 40s, like it doesn't have to be a significant <laughs> age gap for there to be just an immaturity. Yeah. But I'm saying like the age, she's not that much older than he is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like I said, it's not like a two year age gap. It's not like it's like a big right. age gap with, oh, yeah, she may be like 28, he may be like 21. You know what I mean? Like something of significance of that nature like you could be in one part of your life where I'm looking for somewhere else it's not like it's a big you know big thing like that but my thing was is just more so like okay if you feel, you know like she said she had to hang up on him because she got so <laughs> irritated or whatever but I just feel like you know if you if you aren't getting the answers or you not getting the satisfaction that you need really need from him I don't, I don't see why you still are with him per se or talking to him still just find somebody else that's more on your vibe your level your spectrum of where you are in life and go from there and she's used to dealing with older dudes that kind of know what they want versus like a you know a twenty three year old who doesn't know. I mean, honestly, I, no. I, I mean, feel like she might be you. You might be you're being a little bit hard um, on him, and it might be because you're comparing him to these other older guys who you felt like have known what they wanted, but for some reason did not end up with you. <laughs> She was with one, but you know she's not with him now. I, I'll tell you about oh. that one. I'll, t- I'll tell you about that one later. And I further my point. But they it, were so no, they no, no, were no. so mature, but you, <laughs> no, they didn't end up with you. you. So there's have, a growth discrepancy here. Wait, I have to tell you about the other. I'll tell you off. I'm not trying to put too much information out there, but I'll tell you what happened with the one that she was with um, later on. But just know that it's not for the reason why you think so. Um, I, I don't think that they, I. I, I believe that there's a, there's an issue with the growth here. You can't just blame it on, oh, the guy I'm talking to now is so immature because I have a child and he's using that as an excuse to not commit I don't think because she, I have a child. Honestly, I don't think she's really been hard on him. I do think that a guy know what he wants. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's, no, and we've talked about that before. I do believe that you you know what you want. And I like I said, if you really feel like a, if you really wanted to be with me, you will say that you wanted to be with me. And that's but the, you also cannot just railroad what he is saying because he's telling you his truth. I feel like I should be a provider, and at this current point, I am at I cannot be a provider. But so the you're thing is, supposed she's to conduct at, yourself accordingly. The thing is, <laughs> she she's not asking him to provide. She, it's how, not how, that she's asking him; it's what he feels like he right, is supposed that, to do. But at I, the see, end, I get both of y'all. But I guess she's saying like. That's what he expects from himself. Yes, he expects so. it. That's and like that's, I expect better from myself, so I'm not right, going to, you know. But I understand that's for yourself, but at the end of the day, <laughs> that she's, well, you can't ignore what she's telling you either. She's not saying right. she want to marry you right away. She's See? not saying that she's like, look, I just, we should just go ahead and be together. We together, you know, enough. You know what I mean? Right. We should go ahead and make it official but again, first. But active listening. Hold on, wait, but I, I, same thing with active listening, because it has to have to happen on both ends. It does. It you does. know what I mean? So at the end of the day, if she's, Understanding that okay, you you want to provide, but she's letting you know at the same time, like, hey, I'm not even looking for you to provide right now. Right. You know what I mean? Because right now we not married. You know what I mean? I'm not asking you to provide, but yes, at some point in time, maybe we can, you might have to. You know what I mean? But right now, I'm not asking you for that. I but just that, want you to- I feel like is the further discussion. Like, what does he define as providing? Like, I, you can't railroad him saying, I feel like. You know, I expect better of myself, and I want to be that provider. Okay, what is it that you're? Looking and I don't to even think she would like, even have an issue. There's something that needs to be unpacked. I don't, like here. whatever type of providing the definition terms would be, I feel like if he really wanted to provide later on down the road, he will. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure she will let him provide. Right. You know what I mean? But right now, she's just like, look, what are we? 
And I think that's a very valid question before y'all even say, like, what can I provide for you? Yeah. You know what I mean? What are we first? And then we can talk about the the, the providing, the 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 gender roles, how we're going to, or how we're just going to, you know, maneuver this relationship. relationship right. You know what I mean? So that's how I'm I, how I'm looking at it. You know what I mean? I'm not looking at it in a way, like she was saying, I'm not looking for you to provide for me, but what are we first? Let's take care of that because I don't want to be like a person that, oh, we're just dealing with each other. You know what I mean? Wasting time. Wasting time. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's how I kind of look at it. Like, I understand where you're coming from. Like, he wants to provide or he's telling you he can't provide the way he wants to. Cool. All right. Thank you for telling me. But what are we first? You know what I mean? What is, what's the boundaries? What's the actual, what is this relationship? Are we just going to be, like you said, just, you know, dealing with each other, quote unquote, or are we going to actually be boyfriend, girlfriend, and then work towards it and build together? And mm-hmm. then we can work out the um, pr- Provide. what, the providing and whatever you want to do after that. You know what I mean? So and on both ends. And how my daughter, if my daughter, you know, wants to look up to you as a father figure. Because, you know, she would, I'll, eventually she might or she might not. You know what I mean? It's just going to be on that relationship tip as well. You know what I mean? If you are planning on being here for the long haul. So that's how I kind of looked at it. What about you? How about your day? How did you? Like I said, I see, I see both ways. But, yeah, I mean, I understand where she's coming from. If you're saying uh, she wants him to, I guess, define their role. or in, uh, And then if he's not really uh, put in a place, like, oh, we're boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever the case may be. And uh, she's feeling like he's just pushing it to the side because maybe he still wants to do whatever he wants to do mm-hmm. so yeah. and that's a very possible thing too he is he is 23 you know what I mean and I do feel like your 20s are your selfish years I personally believe um I feel like that's an excuse that a lot of people use I don't, I think, don't think that we, we use that as an excuse oh your 20s are yourself <laughs> like we use that as an excuse to I, be selfish but you know I feel like that but, but not necessarily in a selfish uh like like, oh, yeah, what's mine is mine. But my happiness and my my foundation, what I'm building for myself right now is in my 20s. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I do believe that. You know what I mean? Like, hey, look, I'm in my 20s. You can have your relationship in your 20s. All right, cool or whatever. But at the end of the day, you know. So you this, can play the, in your 20s, but when you get to your 30s, you're like, all right, I'm ready to settle down. I'm not necessarily where. I mean, but, that's, but that, can be, on, that depends on a person. Yeah. You can have a person that's ready to settle down in their 30s or ready to settle down in their 20s. I've, I'm seeing across my timeline, uh-huh. people are getting married in their 20s. Having, yes. You know what I mean? So there's some people out there that does want to have that, you know, start their livelihood younger. You know what I mean? In their 20s. But I also notice that there are later in their 20s, 27s. 28s approaching 30 you know what I mean and so to me I do feel like hey why not live live your life your best life in your 20s you know what I mean um, I ain't saying you gotta go out and hoe out but if you wanna do that I mean that's your life you can do whatever you wanna do I'm not stopping you but at the end of the day be safe you know what I mean um, protect yourself at the end of the day and protect you know and also protect the other people that you're around as well you know what I mean um, if you are in your 20s and you're hustling and grinding because by the time you get 30 you want to be further along into your career or maybe open up another business in another location fine you know what I mean because it's not the end of 30 is not the end of the road for you you know uh-huh. what I mean so um, it's just going to continue on and continue building so just keep going at it but my thing is too like just that's my thing your 20s is for you and your selfish years for you to still, I don't know, have a little bit of your immaturity ways, <laughs> immature ways, and still 
But at least, you know, I'm only 25. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> But hey, hey. Well, you got like a month and a half to continue saying that, okay? <laughs> then I'm blaming on the 26. Like, <laughs> so I'm just like, you know, I'm, he, um, you ain't nothing but 26. But when you do get to like that 28, 29 mark in your life, it does start to hit. Shit for me. It started, <laughs> it started to hit right at 24, a little 25 or whatever. But when you get to like 28, 29 mark, it starts to hit a little different. You know what I mean? Because you know you at the cusp. You know what I mean? You about to enter another decade, which is a blessing at the end of the day because uh-huh. you get to see 30. You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> come on now. I feel like we're just going to be, a little, I feel like we're going to be the same, just older. But like, hopefully not the same financially or <laughs> just like the same personality wise. You know yeah. what I mean? Just like we're growing. Obviously, as we should. That's how I look at it. Agreed. Um, let's see what else it is. Do you want to do a Jaws Jewel? Sure. We can definitely hit that Jaws Jewels up. And we will start. We're going to start posting the Jaws Jewels as well. Yeah, you guys. Uh, I'm sorry. If you guys um, visit our page, um, the Instagram page, you definitely would be able to um, check out the past. Our old page got deleted, you guys. The, um, the shade of it all. <laughs> I don't know why it got deleted. It just did. Um, our new Instagram page is called Pop Critics. Um, follow it. Um, I'll be posting more on there. I've just been really busy with work and stuff like that now. And so, just trying to get a lot more things happening. So, as for my Josh Jewel, um, just kind of, so throughout this year so far, we've really just been discussing, you know, the come up, living your best life. Um, at this point, we're halfway through the year, which is, like, crazy to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are. We're halfway through the year. So, I mean, now it's time for, like, just that reevaluation. Like, okay, we're halfway through the year. Some people kind of get lax and whatever it is they was grinding to. You're like, oh, I can ease up. No, no, no. Keep going. Like, never lose sleep over something that hasn't, that isn't worth staying awake for. That's true. That's very true. So, so if you're ready to grind, if you losing sleep over it, Let's go. But if you're not willing to lose sleep over it, whatever it is that you're grinding for this year, if you're not willing to lose sleep over it, what you doing? What, what we doing? It's very true. I do think, even though sleep is very important, you guys. So take that time out to rest. You know I mean, what I mean? But I'm saying again. But like just, at the same time, though, make sure that whatever you're doing in your free time or your spare time, make sure it is going towards what you really want to do or build. Yeah, I'm for. not losing sleep on something one that. Does it? It's not affecting me. Like I'm gonna discard it, and it's just something that whatever your problem is has nothing to do with me. I'm not leaving. I'm not. I'm no longer willing to lose sleep over that. I'm not willing to lose or use energy on something that is your problem. That's true. So, yeah, that's how I feel the same way too. Like, make sure that you, like I said before, whatever spare time that you do have, keep uh, grinding. You know, keep going. Ways to just even if it's for like an hour to a day. You know what I mean? Um, Just make sure that it's going towards that. You know what I mean? I know, like I said for myself, I've been working, you know, working hard and stuff like that. But making sure, like I said, when the page shut down, what it takes nothing to make a new page. You know what I mean? Um, Making sure that I make, you know posting onto the you know the social media to letting people know verbally because actually some people from um from my my new workplace um have said they listen to it and they like the show which is very interesting well not necessarily interesting but it's just nice to hear that feedback yeah you know what i mean and i always tell them like give me the feedback regardless if you feel like it's positive or negative what do you feel like we should do differently what do you feel how do you feel about the topics or whatever 
And so I think that's, you know, always be open to, you know, critique, not necessarily criticism, but critique. You know what I mean? Feedback from people, you know, that actually do have your best your best interests at heart. You know what I mean? Um, and as, a, as you grow as a person, those subtle changes can actually help whatever business, whatever thing you want to do in your life a little bit better. Because now you know how to, in a sense, uh, uh, you know, communicate or attract or, you know, in mass. So that's how I kind of look at it. Um, any last words before we hit out? Oh, actually, what's the what's the score now? Oh my goodness! Like the fact that he keep won't score, knowing that he don't care two cents about the game. <laughs> thirty nine to thirty five. Warriors, uh, Golden State. Okay, so they're you know you ruining it. <laughs> <laughs> you ruin the game for you. Yeah. yeah. Who you want to win? The Raptors. You want, okay, Justin, so I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm going to say. Um, I am Team Tomahawk, and <laughs> I don't know. I really, I don't know. Maybe I just correction forty one to thirty five. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! She's coming for you. I'm very excited that Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant's first finals game. Here are steps. Um, really sorry. First finals finish. game. First, first finals, finals game, game in this series. Yeah, in this series. <laughs> Really? Yeah. I, was, I thought he got. I thought he had a ring. Yeah, he got uh, two no, rings. No, this series he got hurt and he hasn't. This is his first fight. This is his first game back since he got injured. Really? Yes. I'd be nervous to come back. Like <laughs> <laughs> come back. I mean, he out there balling. Um, currently he has eleven points in eleven minutes, so he out there balling. So a point per minute. Hey, <laughs> ain't, no, ain't, ain't nobody mad Splash at that. Splash Brothers is doing their thing. Um, Clay Thompson got eleven. Steph Curry got fourteen. Talk about your boy Drake just being petty all up and down. Man, he is like Petty LaBelle. <laughs> I'm so done with him. It just, it's just petty it's LaBelle. all up and down social media, this boy. This. Like, legit, <laughs> he makes me want to root against the world. Like, if, like I, I'm a Golden State fan regardless, but he makes me want to go even harder for Golden State because, like, he is so irritating. As it, was, it was funny. Um, I think he had wore the other teams. Um, he wore Steph Curry's bags. Jersey because for the Steph Raptors. Curry's dad used to play for the Raptors, yeah. and, and that Drake curse is real. Let me just <laughs> because maybe when he wore it, who lost the Raptors? What if hey? What they if he, did? They, that was the only okay. game they lost. But yeah, no, nah, it was it was just it was happen when he happened to wear it that day. They ended up losing, but not. Nah, it was very interesting. He just been petty all, all up and down social media, hey, all up and down the court. It's just Fifty Cent is another um, petty one. I kind of, I mean, I'm, not that I encourage like back and forth, um, but I just one, just one with Drake and Fifty Cent. I just feel like would be one for the books. Um, it would take pettiness to the because they're both it's just petty. So petty. They're both petty, and it just be like, okay, what are y'all doing? Y'all too grown for this. One is approaching fifty, the other one okay. is approaching forty. Fifty, fifty, 50 is about fifty because that's how you're not fifty. That's what they're saying on social media, but. Yeah, one is approaching fifty, the other one is approaching forty. Yeah, yeah, both approaching forty. I don't know. Wait, Drake is about thirty-four, right? I don't know. He definitely is. He's not. I like, know. He said he was retiring at thirty-five. <laughs> he, <ain't retiring. laughs> he said, "Hold up, I only got a year left." <laughs> he ain't retiring no time soon. Everybody I don't said believe that. That's said, when uh, Kanye West and um, <laughs> Lil Wayne said it. Lil Wayne said that Kanye, he was what retiring was it? Kanye at West 30? and Fifty Cent when they went head to head when the albums came out the same year. And they were like, "The loser's going to retire." Nobody's retiring. Nobody's retiring. <laughs> Nobody's. How y'all feel about that new um, DJ Khaled, um, Father of Assad album? I'm here for it. Um, I just feel like it's just too many. I mean, you got to think about based. He is songs. not 
the artist, he's the producer. So when he when he makes what puts out albums, they're very feature heavy because he's not the artist. He is the producer. But my thing is about it. It's like too many of sampling of old songs that we're familiar with, and there's no type. But of, I think a that kind of was the gimmick of it. That huh? was kind of the gimmick of it. Is is the the familiarity that we had with the songs that he was that he was featuring? Because they're like, if you know, if you already know what it is, you're gonna automatically start singing it. Not but really, because like. Uh, What's the what's the what's the song it was playing the other day yeah, with the uh, Miss the uh, with the with the Jackson beat Miss the sorry Miss Jackson beat Oh yeah I'm sorry Miss Jackson Woo. But yeah it wasn't it wasn't well, SZA, like um it's the song with SZA mm-hmm. uh it's uh, us against the world or whatever and it's just like using the same beat as I'm sorry Miss Jackson it's not even like a revision or revamp of it it's literally like it, this is the instrumental and she's singing over it and to me I just feel like I want something new, something refresh. I don't want to keep hearing the same thing, or whatever. Um, I'm sorry, I was here. For I'm not. Time. I'm not knocking him about it, or whatever. Like he did that with, uh, with Rihanna with Wild Thoughts. It was based off literally but the yeah, same instrumental for Maria. That was Maria, straight though. huh? That was straight though. That uh, that was okay. Like I'm saying, like the song um, against Us Against the World is not a bad and song, and it wasn't all all the way the same. Like no, it was definitely the same. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to it. Listen I don't to think it. so. It's literally it the had same a little more bass in there than the, uh, actually. Uh, they revamped the sound quality right. of it, but like the thing, the, it, that was it. There was nothing that, that was added <laughs> to it. That was it. <laughs> or remixed in. I don't know. Regardless of the fact. Um, my name is Damo. This is your girl, Ja. And it's Dane. And we're at the Pop Culture Credit signing off.